Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning, got through seven seasons, and jumped ahead to season 41. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. And this week we are talking about season 41, episode 12, Truth Kamikaze. Um, but first, let's take a little trip to Ponderosa. I, I just have like a couple notes about Danny's Ponderosa video that was posted. I didn't um, watch it. He meets up with the other Ponderosa crew. They kind of hash stuff out over food. Um, Shan is still pretty mad about getting voted off, and she doesn't understand why she got voted out. Um, and so they like talk that through a little bit and then it also features him learning from a uh, fijian 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 i think is how they say it on there uh to play rugby he's a football player but wasn't familiar with rugby and so um he and a guy go out and he learns about rugby and they play like together the two of them oh that's fun mm-hmm. um i did see in the there's an interview with danny um I can't remember what uh, publication it is. They've been interviewing like all the contestants as they've been leaving kind of. I've been reading the EW ones. Yeah, I think that's what it might have been. He talked a little bit in there more about getting rid of the decision to get rid of Shan and that he and Deshaun had kind of talked about how they could already tell she was a little bit broken from their alliance and was being more true to Ricard than she was to like the Danny, Deshaun, Liana shan alliance and so they knew that if they had already lost shan to ricard a little bit then liana would follow because her and shan were so close and so that was what that factored a lot into their decision to get rid of her when they did yeah he also mentioned in that that um there was a conversation that the viewers didn't see of shan did go and talk to ricard or sorry they talked to shan about the plan to get rid of ricard before shan went and talked to ricard and so we were like, oh, they're mad at Shan for doing this, but they should be mad at Liana for telling Shan about it too. But they also did talk to Shan about it just after Liana had already talked to Shan about it. Um, so that is why they were particularly upset with Shan for like betraying them or whatever. Yeah. Um, so when, yeah, she told the plan to Ricard. So that's what like kind of cemented the idea that like, okay, she has more trust in uh, Ricard than their alliance. And so they were comfortable getting rid of her right um i kind of think i mean that episode was a lot i think that uh generally this season there has been too much plan making before immunity challenges i think i guess i don't know because we haven't seen recent seasons um other than this one some of that might be down to the uh shortened schedule because a lot of the recent episodes the immunity challenge and tribal council have been in the same day so they don't have much time in between the two to do discussions uh i mean that's kind of true however i feel like the past like four episodes they've had a plan and then the immunity challenge changes that plan and they have the discussions anyway and so i feel like they should learn at this point of like let's just wait and hold on yeah and see because or like, making plans the, the shan vote blew up because they had a plan to get ricard out but then they couldn't get him out anyway because he had immunity and so i'm just like maybe they should wait and before they make start making those plans yeah but i think that's just like the nature of like what else are they going to do 
like they're sitting around there. They just want to strategize all the time. I feel like they don't, maybe what, maybe what they should do is embrace Island living. I mean, yes, obviously. Alternatively, I was thinking that like Danny and Deshaun, who are super tight allies can have this plan, but maybe not talk to Liana and Shan about it, who might be able to blow it up until they're actually sure it's something that can happen. Yeah. I mean, I think they thought Shan and Liana were also tight allies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, another anyway, thing, we're on episode 12, not episode nine or whatever that was. Yeah, but before episode 12, another thing Danny mentioned in the interview <laughs> was one of the questions was, would he ever come back to be on Survivor? And he said, no, he didn't think so. Um, he talked in a different question before that one, but then he talked about it more in this question in his answer of how upset the hourglass twist made him. Um, and he that came out in the show a little bit. And then he talked about it more in this interview of just the, the twist of, well, I, I'm calling it a twist now. He in the interview specifically said it wasn't a twist. It was like a lie of when Jeff said that if you win this challenge, you get immunity. And then Erica got to go to her uh, island, break the hourglass, reverse all of that. So they didn't actually have immunity. Um, and that he that really like made him mad. And it was Jeff lying to him and that like upset him a lot. And for that reason, I'm, there might be other reasons, but that was the one he named in the interview of why he would not want to come back on Survivor. Yeah, which makes sense. I think that like, you know, I, I mean, we've talked about this before. I fully agree with him on that of like, I'm fine with playing the game of Survivor and even like the rules changing a little bit as I am playing. But that's not the rules changing. That is like they knew this was going to happen and they lied about it. Like, right. Told them they had immunity and they did not. Yeah. Um, another thing before this week's episode, I keep throwing stuff out. Um, our listener mail that we heard from last week, Zoe emailed us again. Hi, Zoe. Um, to, well, she wanted to like clarify what she had talked about with the different like one time challenges. She sent us a great link to a website that. Um, list off challenges that have only been on the show once. Um, so we'll be able to look that, through that and see if there's any that we could like kind of recreate. A lot of them require some serious like production. So I don't know that those would be ones that we would do, but um, we will think about how we can kind of pull some of those off. Another thing she mentioned that, um, and she specifically said, like, I don't remember if you've talked about this or not. And I don't know if we, I don't know that we have, was she really appreciates from this season that they're showing a lot more emotions, um, especially from the men, uh, specifically, like she mentioned, Deshaun has been shown crying multiple times and it's not shown as a weakness on the show. It's just shown as like letting the viewer more like emotionally connect with characters and see that everybody has emotions and like they're going through a lot on the island. And um, I think in, some of the early seasons that sort of stuff may have happened and it was seen more as a weakness than a strength. And now it's just shown as maybe a strength, but more just like a, it is what it like. This is people, people cry, people yeah. have emotions. Um, and yeah, she appreciated which I think is that. Good. And, yeah. It, uh, it made me think a little bit of like Rupert and how like, mm -hmm. uh, out of the ordinary Rupert was for having emotions as a like man, uh in 2003 or whatever that would have been um and like i don't think that, that was shown as like a super weakness by production but i think it was by like the other survivors the other contestants yeah, for sure um where this season that is not the case like i feel like we've seen a lot of people cry and that's not a huge deal even though we kind of at the very beginning of the season were like 
oh man, Sarah was crying a lot on day one. That's going to be a bad, like, that's yeah. going to be bad for her. Um, which, so, you know, that's not great that we did that. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that, Sarah and listeners. Um, but yeah, I think that like specifically Danny and Deshaun, I feel like culturally, like men don't get to cry very often and probably especially men of color, um, and black men particularly. And so I like that we have gotten to see like some actual emotion from both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Uh, let's jump into this week's episode. Uh, we start off. So before we do that. Uh, I have talked on this podcast before um, about how I was in like a online version of Survivor. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, I got voted out. Ah, wow. Uh, I got sixth place. I'm on the jury. Uh, but I only got voted. I got idled out. Uh, I was, I, there were, yeah, for uh, reasons, there were only five votes and I got one vote that time. Uh, but I still had to leave because the person that got the most votes played an immunity idol. Um, so yeah, but how did other people get looking did, for an update on that? Was there only one immunity idol played? So it was like a one to zero vote. Like it was like one to four and then they played their idol. It was three to one to one. Uh, so it became down to a tie between me and the other person with one vote. And so, yeah, the other three had to vote for that. And that vote was two. So one. So it was like one one zero and then two one. I was gonna see if that happens to be like a scoregami. One one zero. Oh, that happened that exact scenario, one one zero, where it was actually a three one one, and then it went to be a two one vote after that happened in season third in season thirty-five, episode fourteen. So like the last episode of season thirty-five, I guess. Oh damn. So it has well, only happened one time. It was almost a scoregami. It's also happened to me. Yeah. So uh, it was very disappointing, but just wanted to give the listeners a little update. Well, now you get to see what it's like on the jury side. Yeah, that's true. You have your own Ponderosa. I thought I was going to win that that game, though. I was. Oh, it was so rough. Uh, yeah. Anyway, episode uh, twelve, Truth Kamikaze. Yeah. So we start after Tribal Council, which has been the custom. Um, Deshaun tells like the group that he doesn't feel bad about how they played the game, voting Liana out last episode. Um, Danny is talking to Xander about not understanding keeping Ricard around. And Xander basically describe like explains that Ricard is the main target. He's his shield. And so if Ricard is still there, he will be the main target, not Xander. Where if Ricard is gone, then Xander becomes the target. So that's why. Um, it has Heather and Deshaun talking. Heather kind of talking about how she appreciated hearing everything at Tribal Council um, regarding like uh racial politics and things like that in the game. Um and uh, also Erica and Deshaun talking um, and Erica talks a little bit about how she's upset as a woman because she would want a woman to win too. And so bringing it in, um, not just like looking for having a black contestant win, um, hearing it from her perspective of looking for like a woman contestant. Because I think there hasn't been a woman winner for a while. I don't know all the winners, but I think that's what I've heard from just the Rainer podcast and other stuff. Yeah. That's what I've heard too. I also saw something that there has never, I think, been like a Filipino winner. Um, so Erica winning would be really cool because of that. Right. And I think that she has a decent shot. But um, yeah. So then we get into the reward challenge. 
which is two teams of three. It's like an obstacle course, swimming through the water, gathering buoys, and then shooting baskets. Uh, the reward is their the winner winning team's choice of grilled chicken and veggies or cake, cookies, and candy. Um, what would you when, choose? What? What would you choose? Uh, chicken and veggies, definitely for the yeah. like protein factor. Like exactly why they say they do. Um, Deshaun, when Greg or Greg. Greg, why did I say Greg? When Jeff Probst uh, explains that Deshaun is kind of like disappointed, and he's like, I thought it was going to be like family letters or something. And Jeff kind of gives him shit. He's like, Listen, you complain, complain, and complain, and you want food, you want food, you want food. And then I offer up food, and now you're like family letters, uh, which is just kind of funny. I feel like, like Greg did not feel out of place to me. <laughs> Greg is the host of something. I mean, he was a contestant in season one. Right. Yes. Coconut phone mm-hmm. should have been on all stars. Um, yeah. So the two teams are Ricard, Heather, Danny, and then Erica, Deshaun, Xander. Um, they're pretty close getting into like the basketball aspect of this. Um, but then uh, the Ricard, Heather, Danny team really like struggles there. You can tell they're like exhausted and it's like an exhausting part of it because the baskets are not easy. And every time they throw a buoy to shoot a basket like somebody has to be out there swimming around and retrieve it for them um and so it's just like exhausting for the people retrieving it um and so deshaun erica and xander pull out the win i think with deshaun was the one shooting the baskets there yeah and they choose chicken and veggies because they want the protein to help them just in the long run like cake cookies and candy would taste good but it would be a lot of calories very quickly and then just a sugar crash and wouldn't like have any lasting effects so much uh also you know when they're eating this, Xander calls chicken and broccoli Xander candy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because apparently this is like, this is candy to him. Xander loves chicken and broccoli. This is his favorite meal. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm a big fan of chicken and broccoli myself, but he like is really into this. Yeah. I mean, even like I have favorite foods, but I don't refer to them as like my candy. Like candy's a different thing. Right. Exactly. I agree with you. Um, Xander disagrees. So Deshaun, Xander, and Erica, while they're eating, are talking about voting out Ricard. It seems to be pretty clear that they're like, okay, plan set. And so like what we were talking about before we got into this episode, I was watching it and I was like, okay, well, clearly he's winning immunity because it can't be this obvious that they're getting rid of Ricard right now. Right. Uh, Um, There is this really great thing where they kind of have this discussion of the three of them are going to like sit together at the end and they're like, this seems like a pretty good final three. And then we cut to a confessional with Deshaun. He's like, I don't trust that for one second. Yeah, well, we do. And we'll talk about that more. Like, it seems to be more like kind of set by the end of the episode, actually, of like, they like give it more thought and they're like feeling better about it as a final three. They do like, I would say that that's true before tribal council. Yeah, I think it's still going to be true, even with the Deshaun Erica stuff. Um, They do like talk about it in a very like just out in the open way of just being like okay well like like the like stating the positives of each one or like why jury members would like vote for each one and then they have like a good variety they're like a good variety for the jury which i thought was interesting um we while they're eating their reward um it shows ricard heather and danny back at camp ricard and heather head out to gather like food stuff water and while they're doing that danny gets up and searches for an idol and literally stands like over top of one and just doesn't see it. Um, so he almost finds one, um, but comes back a little bit cheery. And so Ricard thinks that he must have found an idol um, and uh, confronts him about that later. We find out later that he did not actually find one. Um, right. At the time, actually, when they show this, the way they edit it, 
as a viewer, you're like, oh, he found an idol because it shows him like staring basically right at one and then they cut away. And then later it shows that he just like missed it completely. And you're like, oh, shit, he didn't get one. Yeah, which is very disappointing because I like Danny a lot. Um, I was really hoping for like a tribal council flashback like we got kind of with Nasir when he got his idol. Mm hmm. Yeah, we see day 23, sunrise. They're all sitting out there watching the sunrise. That's kind of a little bit of an island living situation. Yeah. Um, Deshaun talking to Erica about how them and Xander would be a good final three. So just like bringing that conversation up again. Um, and this, for whatever reason, I realized because this was day 23 and it wasn't going to be, or no, maybe there was tribal council. Um, I realized that we knew the season was going to be 26 days and it wasn't until this moment that I was like, 26 is not a multiple of three. So this was not like three days. I don't know like why I didn't realize that before. Cause it was always like three day cycles before. Oh yeah. It hasn't been three day cycles for a while. Yeah. Did they, so have they been doing like two day cycles or just has it been a mix mismatch of like three and two A mismatch. Okay. Um, they go to the immunity challenge. This one, they are standing like in the, middle of a spool of rope and they have to spin their bodies themselves to unravel the rope and then so, uh travel through like a couple obstacles and get to a puzzle or they have to go like across a balance beam and then go to a puzzle this seems like it would be awful yeah i was thinking like okay spinning around a bunch you know gonna make you dizzy this seems kind of uniquely difficult because they had to like the rope was attached to something. And so they had to like spin around and go forward, which feels harder to me than just spinning in a circle. Yeah. I think I didn't really notice any of them doing, I know there's like a somewhat trick you can do that like dancers and figure like skaters your, and stuff do where you keep your vision on something. So you like pick a focal point and as you're spinning around, you just make sure you bring your eyes like back to that point as much as possible. So that way you keep your like center of vision as much as similar as possible i didn't really notice any of them doing that but you can definitely tell the dizziness affected some much more than others and i thought yeah. it was a little bit dangerous like they got super dizzy and they had to walk across this like zigzag balance beam where people were just like falling on it. i was like oh man somebody's gonna get hurt from this yeah, uh, I mean, they, they test the challenges and everything yeah then they but, get yeah. to uh ricard's first of the puzzle followed by xander erica deshawn and danny and then heather's the last one there um, Ricard wins this. It was very close between him and Deshaun, but he pulled out the win. This puzzle would have been so hard to do, I think. Yeah. It's, it was like uh, a stack of four letter words. Yes. But, in like Tetris style pieces, kind of. Yeah. But it had to read the same front and back. And but because of that, it was like the the blocks could go multiple different directions and stuff. So I was just like, this was not easy to do. Yeah, especially because like it's not like where you can see a picture of the puzzle. Like they had no idea what the final puzzle was, other than that it was going to spell a phrase. And so, right. like Ricard talks about a tribal council later that like his one of the ways things that helped him was while he was going through the rest of the challenge, he was just running through what four letter words they would use. And then when he got to the puzzle, he was like searching for those. So like vote, uh, I guess vote would be like the main one. But yeah, yeah. The the phrase ended up being "Don't make this next vote your last." Mm -hmm. um well, back at camp we see a little bit from deshaun and danny who are kind of surprised at how dumb everybody else was for not realizing that ricard could win immunity and like their plan would be foiled and they'd have to re-strategize which is what we talked about before already um 
And so they realize that their next one's on the chopping block based off of like Shannon Liana going in the past couple of weeks. Um, Ricard outright asks Danny if he found an idol. That's where we get the flashback to see that he didn't actually find an idol. Um, but Ricard searches through his bag, doesn't find one there. He's not like completely convinced. Um, Danny does say like, I mean, no, I didn't find it, but that's what I'm going to say to you no matter what, right? Yeah. Which I thought was a very good answer. <laughs> it had Heather talking about how she thinks the Sean is stronger than Danny. Um, Xander is worried about Danny. Um, and so it's kind of just trying to decide who should who should be gone. Should they get rid of Deshaun or should they get rid of Danny? Um, we see a nice discussion between Danny and Deshaun where Danny reveals to Deshaun that he's a pro football player, which was fun because he's been keeping that secret the whole season so far. Um, and Deshaun talks to Xander some more about how he's down with the final three with Erica. It has Erica and Deshaun talking. Deshaun gets her to talk about how she would vote Heather off if it ever came down to that. He just wanted that like in the bank in case it needs to come up, which... He makes it come up here very soon. Um, and so it's really split between uh, it's just trying to figure out who's going to go. It's either going to be Danny or Deshaun. They're splitting the vote a little bit in case Danny has a uh, immunity idol. So that way one of them will be gone still. Like it's so impressive that Xander's was this like lone wolf for so long. And he has not received a, has he received a vote ever or just hasn't received one in like, no, he has received votes. Yes. But he hasn't received one in a while now. Well, so that, yeah, uh, Danny talked about that in his, that interview because um, somebody asked about that. And he said that um, it came down. Oh, I want to remember his answer. I'm going to actually look it up so I can get this right. Um, uh, oh, so the interviewer said, how did you and Deshaun come to the understanding that you were going to vote for each other in that situation? He said, yeah, that's the interesting thing about me and it and Deshaun's relationship. And at the end of it, we still understood that it was Survivor and Deshaun was one of those players where temptation could kind of get him. So I think he just wanted to make sure that he wasn't tempted to stab his guy in the back. So he just agreed to go ahead and make it that way. So nobody was tempted to go put another name down to save themselves. So like their alliance was so strong and they were like such good friends that they didn't want to risk in the back. And so they just went with the plan, split the vote and have it come down to a tie. Hello, listeners. This is me, Chris. I'm interrupting here in the middle of the podcast to let you know that something happened with the audio recording, and so Patrick's audio for the rest of the episode is highly distorted. I don't necessarily recommend you try to force yourself through and listen to it, but instead of scrapping it all and only giving you half an episode, I'm including it. My audio sounds normal still. Patrick's is just very, very distorted and slowed down. And so if you want to try to listen through it, have at it. But I don't blame you for stopping now. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't understand why. Yeah, it's not like gameplay, right? I feel like Danny and Deshaun should be like, hey, let's vote for Xander. We just need, like, they're going to split the vote because they think that Danny might have an idol. We just need one person to keep a secret and vote for Xander, and he's out. Just both the two of them voting for Xander? Yeah, I mean, that's that's fine. I think that they could have made a made a move on Xander that would have not attempted them to stab each other in the back. And talk to uh maybe ricard 
Yeah, Ricard maybe would have gone for it. Yeah, they, they didn't need four votes. They just needed three. And so that's why I'm like, they they had two. Like, they easily could have gotten there too. They should. And probably would have voted out Xander and he wouldn't have been able to use his idol. Um, yeah, I just think it with a six, it would have been very difficult to do and not have Xander get spooked in, at, in there. But I don't know. Or if they really just had their two, it would have been a 2-2-2 two, two, two tie. And so then it would have been Erica, Heather, and right. Ricard doing a revote. Yeah. So maybe the two of them should have just been like, hey, let's both vote for Xander and see what happens. But that, but that goes just goes back to what Danny was saying is if that was what the decision they made, he's like, he would have been worried that Deshaun would have seen that as an opportunity. Like, oh, I can just vote for Danny instead of going with the Xander plan. And then I'm safe here because it's a game. I still want to win right. a million. And so, like, they agreed to not have to even throw out the possibility that they could stab each other in the back. It's just. Yeah. yeah. Right. So going into tribal council, I predicted Deshaun was going to be the one that was gone here, not Danny. Um, they Deshaun kind of lays out all of the strategy, like all of the votes. He's like, we know what's going down. Like half the people are voting for me. Half the people are voting for Danny. Um, and so they just, and like Jeff kind of talks about like, is it like weird that like, you know exactly what's going to happen and you can't do anything about it. Danny and Deshaun talk about how it was dumb for them not to get rid of Ricard already. And then I thought this was actually an interesting response from Erica. Uh, it was mostly Erica. Heather kind of just repeats the same stuff Heather or that Erica says. But Erica talks about how the threats are different for each person. So while Danny and Deshaun see Ricard as the biggest threat and that it was dumb for them to not get rid of him, she thought Liana was a threat before because she saw Liana as a larger threat because Liana had voted for her before. And so she wanted Liana gone. Um, and then Heather kind of repeats similar ideas there. Um, which that was kind of just interesting because Eric and Heather of this group that's here, I guess maybe other than Danny, but we've got a lot more Danny recently. Eric and Heather are like the ones we've heard the least from in like confessionals and stuff like that. And so our perspective is like skewed towards Xander, Deshaun, Ricard kind of. And so that's what we see as listeners. And so it's nice and interesting to hear from like Eric and Heather, why they voted for Liana also. Um, and then when, before they go to vote, Deshaun's like, listen, if I'm going to be gone, like, let me just throw out some info for throwing out info. And he's like, Erica told me earlier today, she's willing to vote Heather out. She's not taking Heather to the end. Um, and Erica's not happy to hear that. There was a very funny moment here where Ricard wanted to say something and he raised his hand and then he kind of like realized he was raising his hand and put it down because he's like, oh, wait, I don't need to raise my hand to talk here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like the discussion that happens after this is kind of like a discussion of fate kind of of like. Deshaun didn't actually know it was going to happen. And so him bringing out this like quote unquote truth bomb might have fucked him over actually when he was maybe the safe one. And like uh, he might've caused his own doom rather than saving himself and whatever. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I do think that uh, eventually we get Erica's response, which was like, I mean, yes. I said that that was, like, a thought of mine. I would be surprised if Heather has not considered a route to the end that doesn't involve me also. Uh, like, we, we all think about a lot of plans, um, which was, like, yeah, 
that's totally a fine thing to say and does not break any of your alliances, which is good. But she also says she knows that she can't trust Deshaun now, which is what you were mentioning earlier with like whether the Deshaun Erica Xander alliance could be a final three. So then they go vote. Uh, I think the only one they really show us is Xander, where we he says, your truth bomb was a little more truth kamikaze, my friend. That's the name of the episode. Um, and then Jeff asks for any idols to be played. Um, Ricard stares at Danny like, uh, you going to play an idol? And nothing happens, so no idol played. Um, it is a 3-3 tie, and so they do the revote. Um, and Danny is voted out. Uh, when he gets voted out, Erica like pats Deshaun on the leg and is like, you're welcome, friend. Just have, like a big fuck you to him. Um, he, he mentions that in the interview, too, because the interviewer said he assumed that was that message was to Deshaun. And he's like, oh, no, Deshaun already knew it was more letting my guy Xander in and letting him know I wasn't upset with him. And we continue to talk after it was over with. So that was like specifically just be like, hey, Xander, I'm a Cowboys player. Why do you think? Well, I'll say one thing first. That final four alliance, uh, like the all black alliance, completely got fucked. Like three episodes in a row, three of them out. Um, why do you think the tiebreaker went to put Danny out instead of Deshaun? Do you think the truth kamikaze or the truth bomb that he dropped, everybody saw him as having a target already? So, like, he'd be easy to get in the next episode. Uh, why Danny instead of Deshaun? Just more physical? I think that Danny was the plan the entire time. Uh, they, they only split the vote in case Danny had an idol. Um, so, uh, speaking of the final, so we have, we're down to five and after tribal council, Jeff throws another twist at them, which I guess seems new for the season. Cause they were very surprised by it. He said, he tells them they are leaving the Island. They're going to start over with minimal supplies. They've got three more days, uh, two immunity challenge t- challenges, two tribal councils, one fire making tiebreaker and one winner. So what is the, he said two immunity challenges. So one of those, so one of those will get them to, and then they'll have a tribal council. So they'll be down to four and then they'll have an immunity challenge. But then, so where's the fire making tiebreaker fit in? I was confused by how that works. Cause if it was like two immunity challenges, two tribal councils, that'd get them down to three, but where's that fire making tiebreaker? Like, I don't understand that unless the, one of those immunity challenges is the fire making tiebreaker. And they just wrote it weirdly to make it sound cool listing off that stuff. Well, I, like it's not a tiebreaker it's just the challenge i think that maybe i do not know what the rule is and this is probably painful for some of our listeners who do know but i think what it might be is that like if there is a tie at the final four Instead of doing revotes or anything like that, you go straight to a fire making tiebreaker. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. I don't think that's what it's been in the past. Based off of what I've like feel like I've heard from people, it's been that like when they're at four, they do a fire making challenge and the last person to make fire is out. But I could be completely wrong on that. The last person to make firebreaker is out. Um interesting okay right like the first three people to like whoever makes fires in and if you can't if you're not like the first three to make fire are in that's what i thought it was but i could be way off on that 
Is that not what you thought the fire making challenge was? No. No, I thought it was it only comes up if it's a choo-choo tie at the final four. Yes. So what I am seeing is this is a very old EW uh, interview with Jeff. I don't know what season it's from, um, but it's it looks like when they introduced the fire-making challenge, because they're like, this is a massive format change. And it, what it describes here is that the winner of the last community challenge chooses one person to come to the end with them and the other two make fire, which feels... I like that because then there's not the, like, it feels kind of like the final three, or sorry, when there was a final two in the beginning, they got to, like, pick the person that they were up against, and so when they do a final three, they kind of are get to pick one person that they're up against okay yeah that does sound a little bit better um okay yeah and then that makes sense because if they were down to four one had immunity the other three would probably pretty often they're like i could see lots of ties happening of just like this triangle of people voting for each other so that's a way to avoid that too uh okay cool um the preview for next week next week's episode is called one thing left to do dot 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 win um it shows Xander being pretty confident. Um, he's also surprised by some Ricard info, I guess. And Erica is mad at Deshaun, presumably from what happened at Tribal Council this week. Mm. Yeah, we shall see. Um, let's name our MVP and then we'll talk about like how we think the final five people are going to go. Three, two, one. Erica. Yeah, so Ricard was just for like, he won immunity. He just keeps foiling their plans, even though they keep making them. Before the immunity challenge, they want him gone, and he just won't let it happen. I debated Ricard, but uh, yeah, that's all fair. I considered that. My thought with Erica was uh, she won the reward. She um, she wanted to keep Deshaun around because of their little alliance, and so she did, like, kind of orchestrate the, like, let's get Danny out instead of Deshaun. And also she handled that truth bomb pretty well overall. So, yeah, that's my reason for her. Um, so we've got, we're down to five. So we got to talk about how we think that's going to go, I guess. Who do we think is going to go out next? Yeah, so I think Ricard is going to win immunity. So I think Deshaun's going to be gone next. And then I think my final, I know I don't even remember what my final three was before. Oh, Xander, Ricard, Heather. Oh, good. Yes, that, I agree with that. So I think it's going to be, I think Ricard's going to win Immunity and Deshaun's going to be gone next. And then when it's down to four, 
I think maybe Xander will win immunity. He'll choose Heather and then it'll be Erica, Ricard and firemaking and Ricard will be Erica in the firemaking. And so then it would be a final three of Xander, Ricard, Heather. And out of those three, I think, I guess I feel like the obvious answer is to say Ricard, but I feel like Xander could get lots of points for being a solo person for so long and still surviving that I could see Deshaun still getting votes from his old alliance of Liana, Shan, Danny, but then also like I could see the jury has a lot of women on it. And so I could see Erica, not that they have to vote for her because she's a woman, but I could see that being like a little bit of a tilting the scale a little bit towards voting for Erica as a winner. Okay. I think that final five, the last time to use immunity idols, so Xander's going to be safe. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm gonna, I think that Ricard's going to be out. Like, if, if Ricard does not have immunity, he's going to be out. Because uh, I think everybody wants to... Nobody wants to go against him in the final. So then the final four, in order to keep my final three intact, and I think it might happen, I think Erica is going to win because she has won immunity before. So if Erica wins and brings Heather to the end. So I think that's actually the best move for her. Uh, my, I'm hoping that Deshaun beats Xander in a fire, fire-making tiebreaker. I think Xander would probably actually win that, though. Danny made a comment in those interviews that like the jury doesn't respect Xander's game which makes me think I mean he's interviewing that now so that makes me think that Xander does not win I think that Eric is gonna win I think I'll be a card out Xander out Erica win all right uh, so reminder to listeners, we're wrapping up this. So next week we'll record the finale episode. That'll come out the week after, which will be like a couple of days after Christmas. Uh, we'll drop an episode about season eight, episode one. So we're going way back in time again. That's the first uh, like all-star season where they bring people back. Um, and then we'll rush through that season kind of to make sure we can get through a couple. So we're going to get through season eight, season nine before season 42 starts dropping in March. Um, so if you want to start watching ahead so you can get through those and listen to our episodes, that would be great. If you have any comments, questions, anything, how you liked the season overall compared to previous seasons, send us thoughts, uh, email us at tribalcouncilpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribalcouncil20. And as always for this week of Tribal Council, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. <laughs>